sorry I didn't see you there. This is an audio medium. If you grew up on Disney Channel shows and DCOMs, my time mouse sheen is ready for you to take a journey back to those golden days. Quick! Before the time reaches 8-7 Central! What is up, time travelers? Welcome back to the Time Machine podcast with me, Becca Stockner. And me, Hunter Martin. Becca's drinking a truly right now. <gasps> Exposed. Exposed. <laughs> what flavor? It's uh, watermelon lemonade. Watermelon lemonade. Hi. I'm a big fan of the truly lemonade pack. Um, strawberry and original are the best, but the other two are okay, too. What are in the other pack? Original lemonade, strawberry lemonade, watermelon lemonade, and mango lemonade. What's your favorite flavor of all time of things? Of thing? <laughs> um, well, it depends on the thing. Okay, ice cream. Ice cream, my favorite. I know it's not like, it's not a flavor technically, but the birthday cake remix from Coldstone Creamery. Remix. It's like a certain mash and muddle that they do, and it's delicious. <laughs> I'm actually drinking a flavored soda right now. Can you guess it? Orange. <laughs> I have been because you did talk about Fanta on our last week. I have been craving orange soda, um, but it's not orange soda. Something um, else. Bacon flavored. Bake. There's bacon flavored oh. sodas. There is. What? Tell me. I don't. There's like a pack on Amazon of like four gross meat flavored sodas that you can it's try. Just, it's just bacon grease in a cup. <laughs> <laughs> I'm drinking cherry cola. <gasps> cherry Coke. Always a classic. It's a classic. Love a cherry vanilla Coke from the Coca Cola Freestyle Machines mm. of the world. Wait, remember when we went to Coca Cola World together? Yeah. That memory just popped in my head. I feel like something funny happened there. Well, we tried all the nasty drinks. (laughs) Those are nasty. Coca-Cola. There's a place, if you guys don't know whoever's listening and don't know what we're talking about, there's this uh, place called the World of Coke. And it's in Atlanta, Georgia. And it's basically the Coke Museum. And there's this section in the place where you can try different Coke flavors around the world. And you go into it thinking this one country or place may taste so good and it's so bad. Well, it's just like different Coke products. So there's a lot of like flavored waters yeah, that are strange. But the Beverly is the most notorious like butthole tasting soda on the <laughs> What's floor. The Bev- Where's that from? I want to say South Africa or so- somewhere in that region. The Beverly... <laughs> The way Damn you, just, you Beverly. <laughs> the way I wish we I wish this was a visual product because the way you just slurped that truly <laughs> was so funny to me. Anyway. Um so Becca, you have something exciting that to bring to the table today. Yes. So, you know, we've been saying if you guys rate and leave us a nice review on Apple Podcasts, that we will read it on the pod. And we got a very nice, like, over-the-top nice, just loving review that I like, swear not, not, not neither Hunter nor I logged in and wrote this, okay? It's, like, so nice. <laughs> you're like, it's like, is this real? They're it's so, so nice. nice. So we're going to, re- we're going to read it. Um, the review title is, wow. It's a five-star rating from Kyle, parentheses, Shady Pop, who has interacted with us on socials several times. So Kyle, Yes, and follow them on social media too. Yeah. If you're listening, hello. Thank you again. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. So this is what they said. The Time Machine with co-hosts Becca Stogner and Hunter Martin is one of the most fun podcasts you could ever listen to. They share their perspective on multiple Disney shows, movies, albums, and other projects in a fresh way, and as the name suggests, you genuinely think you're back in time that the project they're discussing was released. Growing up, I've always been obsessed with the Disney Channel and wondered if anyone would still care to have honest discussions about its content. A love ranging from That's So Raven to The Sweet Life of Zack and Cody to Hannah Montana to Sunny with a Chance, I consider myself a Disney Channel veteran, and we salute you, Shady Pop. Um, so when I was first getting ready to start listening to them, I was seriously questioning if they could live up to my very high standards. Once I saw that their first episode was them singing Raven Simone's praises for over an hour, they immediately passed, didn't even have to listen to the content. (laughs) 
Becca and Hunter's unique takes on various Disney topics give us something so familiar and relaxing to listen to. The way they both analyze some of these repetitive formulas and terrible jokes in tribute to the majesty that is live-action Disney is amazing and relatable. I've recently started listening to many of their episodes. Now I'm catching up on the ones I've missed. They make me laugh sometimes so much I've nearly cried. It's always exciting when you find out what they'll discuss next because they never disappoint. They'll even do themed months sometimes. Love the theme months. Glad people are loving the theme months. Uh, in all honesty, I love everything this show brings and reminds me of. So to all my fellow Disney nerds, I'd like to say this one's definitely for us and we can give it our stamp of approval. So, wow, first off. Hang this review in the Louvre. <laughs> we cannot <laughs> believe. So thank you so much. Shady Pop, if you're listening, what did we say that made you laugh so uh, much who knows we'll keep it doing it we are funny we're just funny we- folks you know so thank you so much that meant the world to us yeah that's um, incredibly nice i don't know it's just we say this all the time that we started this as like something that beck and i just wanted to do for ourselves if that makes like just like a fun thing to do together yeah. and then and it still is that but it's yeah at the, at the core <laughs> That's like what you do. A lot of like art stuff is like mainly for you, but yeah, we just never imagined that people would listen and comment about how they're listening and tell their friends to listen. And anyway, who like if you told me a year ago we'd have that much of a great review. Mm-hmm. From someone who is not one of our family members or friends. Right. We didn't pay them. <laughs> We'd have the Rose Abdu on the pod <sighs> and have a couple of Disney legend, Disney Channel legends interact with us on social media. Right. Like what? It, sh- it would have been shocking. So thank you. So, this- so if, if you are so kind and want to leave us a review on Apple Podcasts, Go ahead. Yeah. We will shout you out and we will tell, uh, read it on the pod. We will read it on the pod. And one thing we usually do read on the pod is some Disney 411. <laughs> yeah. So let's get into that. Disney 411. So this Disney 411 is a little different. Um, the Disney stars are quiet this week. Nothing really making making the noise, but it wouldn't be the time machine if we didn't do Disney four on one. So I think yeah. Becca and I are just going to, cause this, the Disney stars love social media. So I think we're just going to talk about the things we've seen that maybe didn't make the news cycle as some other things. There's a teenage dirt bag trend on TikTok right now that is like, show your teenage dirt bag photos. And Christy Carlson Romano and Joe Jonas have both participated, but in very different ways. Yeah. Christy actually shared like a photo of her smoking a cigarette. <laughs> and like, and there's another one of her like really punk and she's dressed like a little risque. So like genuinely more teenage dirtbag photos. And then Joe's is mostly just photos, like promotional photos of Shane Gray from Camp Rock. Right. Um, and then what else is happening on the interwebs? Casey Stroh Casey and Stroh. Kristen Chenoweth. And they were singing. They, one, they were dancing outside East High. And two, did you see the one where they start singing for good? Yes. What are they doing? I don't know. Like, either Casey is in the Wicked movie and they're shooting in Utah, <laughs> and so is Kristen, apparently, <laughs> because that's all, news to all of us, or Kristen Chenoweth is involved with a high school musical revival. <laughs> who, who would she play? Miss Darbus's little sister? Oh, my God. Maybe. Like, her wildly successful, famous on Broadway little sister, Kristen Chenoweth. Like, she just plays herself. Kristen and Miss Darbus is like, oh, I forgot to mention... <laughs> Her name is Kristen Benowitz. Oh, I guess her name would be Kristen Darbus. Not if she changed it. You're right. Like her stage name is Kristen Chenoweth, but her real name is Kristen Darbus. Right. Um, another thing that has been trending online that is changing my opinion about Holy Fuck. This is an album I may need to listen to fully. Oh, yes. Um, snips from Demi's new song, 29. Is is be like it is becoming is picking up steam on social yes. media. Yes, well, because it's a song about being 
groomed, I guess, by... I, I don't know the situation because I wasn't... I didn't pay attention to Demi's right. uh, life when think, this was going on. I think on, if but... we listen to the full song, we'll get more of the story. Yeah, I mean, based on... I saw an edit where somebody was posting, like, a, the clip from the song with, like, pictures of Demi with this person. And that was do enough you... of the proof I needed to get the gist of what's going on Yeah, there. yeah. I mean, so... do you know who that... You know that person is, right? Uh, not really, no. Oh, Wilmer Valderrama? From that 70s show? Who did they... Who did he play? Fez. Ornor! And fellow Disney star Handy Mandy? No! So... Ah! Yeah. They dated when he was 29 and she was 18? I think that was that when it started. Right. Yikes. And they dated for a couple years and now she's 29 and this is if you listen to lyrics that's what it's all about is yeah. now she's the age that i think maybe may so, again we'll listen and get a full story but maybe the song's just about how now that she's 29 she can't even imagine dating or you know someone mm-hmm. that's that so far removed from what their life is like well holy fivic is coming out soon so we'll keep you updated on what's going on with that yep um miley cyrus if you're out there where are you (laughs) what are you doing miley what are you doing where are you i know she's currently filming a special with dolly parton oh yes that was announced at the the dollywood thing the other day but other than that it's been pretty quiet on the miley front billy Um, ray and miley are both supposed to be in that well they're family friends so that'll be exciting with dolly um, but yeah, I think this may be the first time that there wasn't at least one big... Like, official story. They're they're quiet. They know yeah, we're talking about them, so they have to be like, they're okay, quiet. slow. We also still don't have a Raven's Home rehash. Um, they might be back in the last week of August, but if it's not then, it'll probably be in September before uh, Raven's Home reopens its doors. <sighs> so. Just one... Just one more episode closer to our Tanya re- uh, reunion. True. And we get some <gasps> Chelsea fodder in the middle to keep our bellies full. Okay. Question for the class, the time machine class. Should we, and I'm gonna, I'm asking Becca this in real time. We've been doing Raven's Home Rehash the entire season. On the season finale, should we dedicate a whole episode to Tanya's return? I think it depends on how much of the episode she's actually in. Right. And we won't know until we get there. Okay. That's good. Maybe, yeah, maybe, like, we'll watch it, and then we can discuss, be like, okay, we do have to do a full breakdown. Because what if we, like, said that we were going to just devote the whole episode to it, and then it literally is just, like, a three-minute scene, and then we'd be like, uh. (laughs) I think that, yeah. Anyway, just... Just a kernel, kernel of thought. It's on the table. Uh, yeah. So that's the end of Disney 411 for this episode, right. at least. Come and... on. Hopefully next week we'll have some official stories. Yeah. Um, and today we're talking about something that became the end of one show and sort of the start of something new. And then it was the end very quickly after that. Yes. <laughs> um, one of our... But continuing our breaches into the Disney Channel of the 2010s, which is largely scorched earth, uh, foreign territory to us, we're talking about the first episode of the Sunny with a Chance spinoff, So Random. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, So Random aired June 5th, 2011 to March 25th, 2012. So, less than a year. Mm-hmm. And like Becca said, this is the spinoff of Sunny with a Chance, but it was not intended. I don't think the show was ever intended to be spun off. It I don't think anyone was like watching it. Sunny with a Chance and being like, "Man, I wish they made the sketches an entire show." I don't think that ever happened. And if I, and if you were, that's awesome. Then you got what you wanted. So a little backstory was so this was around the time that Demi Lovato entered uh, rehab. And so she decided she had to leave the show. So there was a planned third season of Sunny with a Chance. And I think it was always going to be a third season, kind of up until they kind of had to know 
what they were doing. Yeah. Like, I think it was always going to be third season. Demi was seeking treatment. And then I think when it finally got, okay, we need to start, like, building things and going into production, I think that's when it ultimately... Demi Lovato decided not to come back because she saw, she said at the time, it just did not make sense to get back in front of a camera, which totally makes sense. Right. But it's kind of funny. Like, I wonder how far in advance this went into production because Demi's friend Matthew is in the cast of So Random. And I feel mm-hmm. like she maybe got in that job. So they recently did a reunion during lockdown a so random reunion and Demi Lovato was there and he she was introduced to Matthew her friend through the cast who were on so random oh so he just was there of his own accord yeah and well based on the sketch he was in he should not have been so yeah that brings <laughs> us to kind of what so random is so random like we said is a spinoff of Sunny with a Chance and I remember the commercials were basically big advertisements kind of trying to explain to everyone that this, like, it, they were beating you over the head that this is a new show, but it's the show that you watched, but it's different. It's the show within a show. It's not a show. And you're like, yeah. okay. I, they were, like, really, I'm. they were really, like, hammering it in, like, this is the show you've always known, but now it's a different version of what you thought. And I think... What the weird part is, is, um, so the entire cast of Sunday with a Chance is there, except Demi Lovato. So, you know. Yeah, because they announce at the beginning of the So Random episode that Chad Dylan Cooper has joined the cast of So Random, so Sterling Knight remained on the show. Right. So that's why it makes sense that everyone was signed on for season three. And then Demi had to leave the show, but everyone's still contracted, including a character that does not make sense in any shape <laughs> or form that we watched Sunny with a Chance would ever right. join this cast. I was and, like, what changed in this man's character for him to be here right now? Right. And another thing is, I th- it's weird to me that they had to keep it as their characters from Sunny with a Chance... In this show, if that makes sense at all, what I just said. Yeah. Like, it wasn't yeah. Sterling. It wasn't called, this is, we're now turning so random into its own show, but everyone's playing themselves doing sketch, like Saturday Night Live. Yeah, because they only, like, the in-between bits that are supposed to be them, like, talking to the audience, they're playing the characters. They're playing the characters. But they're playing characters on top of playing characters. Yeah. So when they're in the sketch, are they supposed to be like, this is how I, the actor, would play this burglar? Or are they supposed or, to be like, this is how I, the actor, playing Chad Dylan Cooper, playing this burglar, would play this burglar? Right. I don't understand why they couldn't just be, hi, welcome to So Random. I'm Sterling Knight. The show would not... Because there's no... There's no... The whole point of Sunny with a Chance was what happens behind the I scenes of the sketch I guess they were just trying show. to keep it in the universe? The universe? There is no universe. <laughs> Sunny with a chance was the universe. I don't know, man. I, mean, I I can't explain it to you. I don't know. I think I think that was a stupid decision to create hair. You're still your characters, but it doesn't like yeah. it doesn't matter that they're that there's Zora, there's well, Tawny, the there's biggest, Chad. One of the biggest problems I had with Sunny with a Chance and like the few episodes that we've watched of it and talked about on the show is that. You know, Sunny's supposed to be hilarious, and this show is supposed to be hilarious, and the sketches on Sunny with a Chance are consistently never funny. So then to spin those off into a whole show oh. is mind-boggling to me. This is just Sunny, with, this is just really, sunny with no chance. They, <laughs> they really tried to make it Little Baby SNL because they have a musical guest on every episode. Mm-hmm. So let me... They had a full year yeah. to get top talent. And, and this these is some musical of the guests are the most 2011, 2012, like, teeny bopper mm-hmm. top 10 radio artists you'll ever get. So the and then episode... Tony Hawk was a guest host at one point, right. too. So the episode that we watched had musical guest Cody Simpson. But throughout the season, you get Selena Gomez, and the Colby scene. Calais, Justin Bieber... 
Um, Lemonade Mouth, Hot Chell Ray, Far East Movement, um, Grace and Chance, and then you get some special guest stars, Dylan and Cole Sprouse, Tony Hawk, Miss Piggy. Uh, <laughs> also the Ready Set. The Ready Set, China Love and McLean, like yeah. Coco Jones, who else? Andy Grammer. So Yuck. <laughs> Yeah. So How nah, did they drag nah, nah, all these people into this? I don't know. I wonder if they were like, Justin and Demi Lovato's a... going to be there. And then as soon as all those people got to set, they were like, just kidding. Right. I would, I, I thought you were saying that they bring in Demi Lovato as a musical guest. Because I would have been like, that had to... That would have been f- interesting. <laughs> um. Yeah. No, I just and meant then... like, what if they tricked all this top talent by being like, Demi Lovato is going to be there. This is Demi Lovato's show. And then they I'm get just... there. And it is, but it isn't. And Demi Lovato is nowhere yeah. to be seen. But yeah, I'm just saying they got Justin Bieber this season. I know. And this was 2011. This was like prime Biebs time. Yeah. I, a Bieber fever wasn't as rampant. And well, it's I, 20... I think 2010, 2011 was the peak of it. Was And he seemed like maybe 2012. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like we said, the cast is Tiffany Thornton. Sterling Knight, Brandon Michael Smith, Doug Broshu, Allison Ashley Arm, uh, reprising their roles from Tony with a Chance, but we also have some new cast members. Um, yeah. Matthew Scott Montgomery, who is now kind of known as Demi Lovato's best friend, which is funny. We have Shane Top, Damon Haas, Grace Bannon, Bridget Sherlagos, and Audrey Whitby and two people from the so random cast are members of the YouTube uh, sketch comedy series Smosh. Do you know Smosh? Yes, but I wouldn't recognize anyone that wasn't like Ian or Anthony, like the two main guys. Okay. But yeah, just to kind of give you a backstory of that. So, so random is just one of those shows where what do you do with the show when the main character leaves? And if history serves itself, not a lot of shows know what to do. When your whole show revolves yeah. around that one person, hit The Office, when Steve Carell left. Mm-hmm. Uh, that 70s show, when Topher Grace left. What do you do? Um, what other Disney shows... Well, okay. What other Disney shows at the time, what would the plot have been if some of the main characters just left? And well, they had to keep going. we know what would have happened if Raven left. That's a Raven. Corey in the house. Corey goes to the house. Um, I Like, if Zach and Cody had left Zach and Cody. You could still have a show just about the craziness that goes on in the Yeah, hotel. you could have had, like, the Carrie London, and Mosby hour. Well, then it would become London show. London and Maddie. Yeah. I mean, I Okay. Know. What would you do if Miley left the show but everyone else stayed? The Jackson Rico bonanza. It probably wouldn't last very long. It would probably be like, I don't know, Robbie Ray opening a school of musicians and somehow Oliver and Lily become junior teachers and all that weird stuff. Anyway. Yeah, I mean, I guess as far as like spinoffs go, I don't think that the idea of like turning so random into an IRL show is like, the worst idea ever no it make it's make if it happened to any disney show this is the most that like they could yeah, still work it's with just something. that the actual show is like really hard to watch yeah so let's get into it shall we i think we stalled Ugh. long enough <laughs> yeah and this one of the things that like disney channel i feel like is at its worst when it tries to be super topical and this first sketch is nothing but 2011 topical. Yeah, it's called All-Star Wheel of Fortune. And it's a parody on Wheel of Fortune, but it's all celebrities. And celebrities are Taylor Swift, Willow Smith, and Fred from YouTube. If you had told me at the beginning of the conception of the Time Machine that I was going to have to talk about Fred on this podcast, I would have not believed you. Well, now's your chance. Fred. Fred Goes Swimming is an elite video. I will say that. <laughs> that one is is great. But it was one of those things that got really 
really big really fast and it got so annoying so fast and then he obviously had this era would have been after he had at least two of the three Nickelodeon films Mm -hmm. released and like the show so it was just by that point everybody was over it and yeah the way that Sterling Knight portrays Fred I don't think is accurate to the Fred character (laughs) I don't because explain Fred never like Sterling Knight's whole jokes are like what if I spin the wheel and it lands on the wrong thing what if I can't get the puzzle what if I fall but like Fred's thing was never just a bunch of what ifs he just talked really fast and was close to the camera which like that part is fine but the... and he just yelled and screamed yeah and Willow Smith like of course the only joke is that she's whipping her hair because that's, that's all that we knew about... about her at the time yeah the sketch is very like <laughs> one note well um, yeah <laughs> And the and the Taylor Swift one did not make sense at all. She just sings everything. Which is not really a Taylor Swift thing. It's not. That's just kinda of, you could copy paste any singer and be like, You sing all the time. They didn't even like make a joke about her writing a breakup song. Right. Or anything like that. It was just like, I'm a country star, I'm gonna sing everything I say. I think it may have just been an excuse to have Tiffany Thornton sing. And Taylor Swift doesn't even have a country accent. So it's like, what's going on? I don't think it looked like Taylor Swift at all. It didn't. Yeah, and then, like, Willow Smith's thing was she just repeated everything the entire time. While constantly whipping her hair. Yeah. That was a song. I used to love that song. It's a good song. Hopping on the bed to my swag on. <laughs> anyway, doing nothing wrong, so don't tell me nothing. How do they get clearance for that? I don't know. Because I just every... like to issue a formal apology on behalf of So Random for Willow Smith. Willow, I'm sorry for what they did to you. Right. Her music, like her new music, is <gasps> nothing but slams. Baby, are you coming for the ride? Meet me at our spot. Wait a minute. Live her whole new that. album. Well, yeah, everybody knows that. Wait a minute. I think I left my conscience. I mean, every she's like she... wanna run, run your fingers through your hair. You wanna run your fingers through mine, but it got ripped off on the wheel of fortune. <laughs> Hold on, wait a minute. I will to say, to Serenum's credit, two out of the three celebrity parodies are still relevant. That is true, so, but so... there's no way they could have predicted because Willow Smith was not relevant after 2011 for a number of years. Yeah, but I'm just saying. For they us looked looking out. back. They lucked out. For us looking back, I'm yeah. like, okay, I well, still know who these people are. Fred finally like spins the wheel and yanks off half of Willow's hair, which is why I said that, and it's awful, and he's just screaming. And the guy playing Pat Sajak is like, Willow, I will literally, we'll just reveal the prize, and if you read it, you're going to win. And Willow says, going to win, going to win, going to win. And that ends up being... The puzzle, although the category was place. Yeah. So where is going to win, going to win, going to win? I think that's in Texas. Going to win, going to win, going to win, Texas? Yeah. Where are you from? Oh, I'm going to win, going to win, going to win, Texas. That's where Foghorn Leghorn is from. <laughs> and Porky Pig. <laughs> Unfortunately, though, watching this sketch and like the way it was written, I was just like, there is a small chance that if I had seen this as a younger child, that I would have been dying laughing. Really? There really is. If I had seen I, this when I was maybe eight or nine, you know, the target audience. If I had seen this, as right? A, I'm trying a child. to. Think, I do remember watching like a clip of this show because I was so curious about what it was going to be. If they were going to address the and they kind Sunny's of set there. it up like they're gonna, <gasps> and then they don't. Yeah, yeah, so they did. After the the boring ass theme song. Oh my god, the theme song is boring. It's so random. There's so many doors. It's, it's boring. So it's not a memorable song at all. Um, the whole cast comes out on stage and they're like, so there's been some changes to So Random. We have like a new set. We have a new theme song. And then they're like, and the biggest change of all. And Tawny's like, I'm wearing different lipstick. <laughs> but then they're like, the biggest change of all is that Chad and Cooper joined the cast. And I'm like, that is annoying. The biggest change. <laughs> the biggest change is something we don't talk about. The biggest change is where is Sonny Monroe? <laughs> Where's the prodigal Sonny Monroe that everyone on Sonny Monroe? The prodigal Sonny. The prodigal Sonny. Where is she? She's missing. Oh, and they trick Chad Dylan Cooper and have him come out on stage as a leprechaunosaurus rex. 
Boo hiss, boo hiss. <laughs> I just think, I mean, they have a live audience. So that's cool, I guess. The live audience does not seem that into it. They didn't. They didn't. They're I like, they'll move their arms in like ways that don't match their faces. And like some of the people at the Cody Smith performance were not into it either. Well, that's because it was a Cody Simpson performance. <laughs> Future boyfriend, the people, the people at the future ex boyfriend of Miley Cyrus. The people at the Cody Smith performance were in the wrong warehouse. Future reference of Midnight Sky, Miley Cyrus. Cody Simpson is referenced in Midnight Sky. Uh, I guess technically, 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 he is. I think. I forgot that they dated. They what? I forgot that they dated. I thought you said. I thought that. I I thought you said. I forgot that they ding dinged. <laughs> I'm sure they so, did that too. Um, Do you think they ever put on the song that he plays? Waiting outside the line. No. Um, what's the song? Radio. All it's all all day. All day. I have a story about Cody Simpson, and we'll get to it when we get to that part of the episode. So the first proper sketch of the episode that isn't the Wheel of Fortune cold open is kind of funny. Kind of. <laughs> Not helmet ninjas. All right, take the floor. So Helmet Ninjas is like Sterling Knight is trying to rob a bank and the rest of the cast of So Random shows up as Helmet Ninjas. So they're basically just like Power Rangers, but they're in full armor and helmets and they end up letting the criminal get away because they're so focused on safety that they're like stretching on the mat and making sure that their helmets are on. I... I don't know. I didn't like laugh out loud, but there was a couple times I was like, huh. Although I don't know why. There's a pink, a yellow, and two reds. That ain't how Power um, Rangers works. They're not Power Rangers. They're Helmet well, Ninjas. Well, it's like clearly a nod to Power Rangers. Just saying. They're so random. I every, they, I think they that's, couldn't have gotten one suit that was in a different color. I think that's why every every um sketch just seems so weird because it's so random. Nothing makes sense. Yeah, well, then there's a part at the end of it where they all are like, we have to walk in a single file line and get our buddy, and they are all they all have their hands on each other's shoulders. And Tiffany Thornton is breaking character, like, laughing. Really? Like, this is, I need to go back see? and watch. No, she's I need like, to go back and watch. Like, she's, like, snickering. And I don't know if, again, I don't know if it was Tiffany Thornton as Tawny laughing. <laughs> like, Tawny is breaking character, but Tiffany Thornton would never do that. Or if it was just, right. who knows? I'm going to go with... That was Tiffany Thornton. That's my wild She's guess. She's giggling like it was so funny, and it's really not. Maybe she was like, this is not what I thought I'd be doing three years into Sunny with a Chance. Maybe. Could you imagine? So they get on the show with Demi Lovato. It's a hit, I guess, for the channel. And it's like a classic Disney Channel sitcom. Then all of a sudden, sudden season three, they're like, okay, we're turning it into an entire sketch comedy show. And everyone has to do sketch comedy, even though if that's not what you signed up for and now you're doing a sketch comedy show like huh imagine i'm sure sterling knight was like i'm doing what i'm doing yeah say what this is we're doing this the entire season he was probably like are y'all gonna mention um anything about what happened to mckenzie falls or why chadwick cooper is here and they're like no since it's my character no anywho they they could have still renamed the show so random, and still made it a scripted show. It's they could have renamed it so random falls and had it be like a sketch comedy drama crossover event or something like uh, Amanda Show Moody's Point. Yeah, that'd be funny. Moody's Point is the better version of Mackenzie Falls, and we all know it. Oh yeah. So, so we got next sketch is it Zombie Man? An eye roll. Zombies were all the rage. This was like when Pride and Prejudice and Zombies was coming out and like every mobile game was zombies because of The Walking Dead and like Zombieland and Yeah, and I'm sure so somewhere in this, And I'm sure somewhere in season one of So Random there's a Twilight sketch, I'm sure. Oh I bet, yeah. But it's just sure, like a zombie a zombie high schooler just keeps eating people. That's all I gotta say about this show. Yeah, it, it wasn't like, funny. Like it's, 
I'm wondering, did they have to switch out the writer? I'm now I'm like thinking about all the behind the scenes technical things they had to do. Like, did they get rid of their writing staff and have to bring on sketch comedy writers? Because I feel like that's a different muscle it than is. writing like a teen. Or kids maybe Disney they sitcom. gave everyone in the cast a piece of paper and they were like, hurry up. We just found out an hour ago that Demi's not coming back and we go to set tomorrow. Hurry up. Pip, pip. Tiffany, Tiffany, keep writing. Um, uh, sir, hi, uh, certainly not here. Can I, like, write a sketch about why my character is in the show? Nope, we have no time. Put, put, put Zombie Man instead. There's no time for that. Yeah, I don't really have anything to say about Zombie Man. I wish no one did. There's also not that many sketches, all things considered. Yeah, there's only one, two, three, four, five, six. And then, and then a yeah. musical performance at the end of the episode. So it's, like, I thought they were going to have the musical performance and then maybe, like, another sketch. But no. No, because that, they have, that has to cap off the episode. It's over very quickly. I don't know what the title of the next sketch is. But this one is called Rufus, Kid with Excuses. It's terrible. This stars Demi's Matthew. <laughs> Matthew Scott He Montgomery. is awful in this. So for those of you who are like, who's that? Who? Why do they keep referring to him as Demi Lovato's best friend? If you follow anything is. of Demi Lovato currently, it's... He's right there with her. He is the person, if you watched the Dancing with the Devil documentary trailer, he's the one who goes, (laughs) so we're talking about the heroine? (laughs) Stop my sign. That makes me laugh every time. He's He's like, like, oh, so we're talking about heroin? (laughs) He has the most piercing, horrifying blue eyes you'll ever see. Stop. Stop it. He's also in um, Unidentified with her, and he is the one who suggests... That Demi performs Skyscraper to this trauma ghost. Right. So very important character in the Demi Lovato universe. And this is his big moment. And he's play. he's been a part of the DLU for so long. Even before he even before he knew Demi Lovato. So Random's a part of the Demi Lovato universe. I know, technically. So his character in this, first of all, the wig work in this sketch. The wigs are wigging. My God, the wigs. So Tiffany Thornton is playing a teacher, and she is in like an orange, crispy, knew- crunchy wig. They're so okay. When we like watch episodes or movies or review anything, uh, we've been doing this for like a good amount of time now, and I've known Becca for a really good amount of time now, and I'll just be like, Becca's gonna comment about that. I know exactly what Becca's. Did you thinking. know I was gonna comment on the wigs? I knew because those wigs were shiny. They, they were- it, the orange one is glistening and in the beginning of the sketch she has it like twisted up in a in a clip so there's spiky strands of it that are like like she looks like in jurassic park when the raptors are like about to eat someone it was so like party city it is the target at the halloween section dollar 99 shook (laughs) it out of the hairnet and threw it on her head i don't know why they're cheap but it's not like disney's like we have no money. We're Disney. <laughs> like, why did she have to be me in a wig then? I don't know. They she did them dirty. I guess, like they so said, bad. they knew Dimly wasn't coming the the day before. And then Matthew's fit. He's in like a ball cap that's twisted up to the side, mm. an art like a sweater vest over like a popped collar shirt, shorts, high socks. The the gist of this sketch is that he has excuses for everything, and it's just like you're not gonna believe that. Yeah, but then it ends up like all being true. Yeah, and they try to make this thing that they really want this skit to hit. This is also the longest it... skit I think by far. Yeah, they want it to be a recurring thing. Was it not? It was. Oh. It's like in a couple of oh. episodes. Oh. oh. But oh, it was so bad. I this is the moment when I watched so random, and I thought, okay, now Sunny with a chance doesn't make sense because you're telling me the entire cast of Sunny with a chance could do what it looked like that they did every skit, they were the main characters in every skit. Now, so random, they need some extra bodies to play, right? Like, why wasn't that Nico or Grady? 
Yeah. Because now it's a real sketch show. I feel like it almost would have been more, like, easier to handle if it had been Grady in the role. Because Matthew just has the most, like, punchable face. (laughs) Are we talking about heroin? (laughs) Okay. (laughs) And he just, like, the way that he's acting in this character is, like, it's peak, like, kindergartner three-year-old behavior. You know, like, when a three-year-old talks to you forever and they're like, and guess what? And guess what? Yeah. It feels like that the whole time. And it's this like sh- implying that they're in like a middle or high school class. In this show, it's like I was watching it. And it's like when people are really trying. It's like going to a. And I've been there. I've been on the other side. So I know how it feels. So I'm sure at some point when this cast did so random, they knew they were dying out there. It's like watching a bad improv scene. And no one's laughing, yeah. but you have to keep going. Yeah. That's what this whole show felt like. It does. And I could, I want to say I could feel them knowing that this is not going anywhere. And at one point, like, the principal of the school comes in in another bad wig that's like a bald cap, comb over, shiny, shiny hair. And something happens where the principal... Or like, there's like an excuse. He vanishes because his final excuse is that he was like supposed to be in the jungle for a CIA mission or something. Yeah, it's like my dog ate my homework. Well, actually, it was like a monkey who ate my homework, and I adopted the monkey when I came here. Yeah. Oh, let's talk to your parents. Well, actually, my parents are out of town. Cause and then before the he says everything, like he goes, "You're not gonna believe this," in like all these different ways. And the CIA like agent or whatever shows up, and then. Rufus vanishes and leaves a note and they pass the note all down and they're like oh I don't believe it I don't believe this and the principal asks Tiffany Thornton's character on a date and is basically like we should talk about it over breadsticks and Tiffany Thornton Mm -hmm. takes out her clip and shakes down the wig and the people of the audience whoop yeah I noticed that (laughs) they whoop for this wig coming down probably because they thought that she was going to take it off (laughs) I would have laughed. I would have laughed if she had. That would have made the whole wig worth it, actually. That would have made the whole episode worth it. If she had just pulled off the wig. That would have actually been funny. But she just shakes it down, and it looks slightly better, but still really bad. Yeah. And people woo. And then, like, they're like, oh, well, like, this was weird, I guess. And then Nico poofs in dressed like a pink alien with a bicycle on his body and asks if anyone has changed for a hundred dollar bill and the sketch ends well it's because rufus the character got it got um accused of stealing this little girl's bike and he's like oh well actually in the future one bicycle is worth a hundred dollars like in cash like that's it like that's how we used to pay things i must have checked out on that because i thought they were literally just throwing that in there to be like no it's so when, random right it's like when the character well the actress who plays zora who's playing another character comes in it's like that boy stole my bike he's like well actually in the future it's currency and one bike is a hundred dollars so that's why i took it okay that's and so that's why that was and then our final sketch was called Tantrum Girl on Ponies. This was very, if you watched early all of that with a young Amanda Bynes, this is very re- reminiscent of um, Ask Ashley, that mm. that character, where she's like an advice, like people, This is, I'm talking about Amanda Bynes' character on all that, the Nickelodeon show. And it's when um, people send Ashley <clears throat> um advice like questions about their life and she reads them and then she gets annoyed by them and starts like yelling at the person who sent them the letter and it's like you're stupid yeah that's exactly what this is um yeah she's plays a zora i guess um is a girl scout and she gets like she starts with talking about ponies and then it just kind of snowballs, and she becomes very angry. Yeah, her mom brings her a glass with ice cubes in it, and she's like, my mom knows I like ice chips. 
I just, I can't stand that actress to begin with. So her having just a whole two minutes to literally scream yeah. was terrible. Yeah, and then she gets, yeah, that's basically what the whole skit is, is this little girl screaming in your face. Yep. And then she, she runs through the wall of the house, and you can clearly see it's a set. Which I guess doesn't matter, but I felt like in SNL, you don't really see that. Well, SNL, <laughs> this is not. Right. I'm not saying So Random is SNL standard. SNL's worst sketch would be the best thing So Random could ever put on, and they probably wouldn't be able to attain it either. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, that, it was like a little skit that I guess the actress who played Zora had to be in it it's funny because they don't give precedent to the actors who are on Sunday with a chance they don't there were a lot of heavily featured just like random people yeah in this episode i'm wondering if it just came down to it was like hey i don't feel comfortable leading a sketch show maybe please hire more people I wanted to be a character, not characters. Maybe could have, because uh, they never did more than what, like maybe a minute, thirty seconds of the sketches on Sunny with yeah, a Chance. Yeah, it would all in Sunny with a Chance. It would always be like the opening, cold open of the of the Disney Channel show, and they would and that would like talk about it. And then I know on Sunny with a Chance, they did like Sunny with a Chance, like like the Sunny with a Chance Christmas episode would just be a so random holiday special, if that makes sense what I'm saying. Yeah. So so there are episodes of Sunny with a Chance that structured like so uh this is first season of So Random. Where the entire thing is just a so random episode. Yeah, but they also had Demi. So they yeah, probably so... lean more heavily on Demi and not these other people. Yeah, and if I remember any of those, which I don't really, I don't think they brought like, oh, we actually have a cast of nine on So Random, not just the four people you see. Yeah. Like, why isn't the rest of the cast out there with the main people at the, at the opening then? Right. Maybe they're, what, what did they, SNL say, the repertory players? They're the oh, So Random like, repertory yeah. players. <laughs> they must be. <laughs> they're not be. full-time, yeah. They got to work their full-time. way up the Pete Davidson ladder. Right. Um. So... Then, so random, like we said, always ends with a musical guest. And this musical guest is um, an Aussie himself, Cody Simpson. Performing his song all day. I've met Cody Simpson. What? Yeah. When? Oh, um, like, how old am I? 27? Like, maybe 11? Around this time, yeah. So, like, like when right he was, when this song came out. When he was, like someone who mattered right when the song came out so we used to have this thing in my town where it'd be like this like baseball tournament and like the night before like the first game it would be like a celebration because mm-hmm. it'd be like games like it'd be teams from like around the world and be like a big deal and like radio station would sponsor the event all that stuff and my family helped with the radio station and so we got to like set up the green room and get like passes to like the concerts and like the fest like the concert and one year the special guest was Cody Simpson. It was like a couple of acts, like maybe three <laughs> or four. And Cody Simpson was one of them that year. And I met him in the green room <coughs> and he either sang this song or something else. And during the concert he was like, Thank you guys so much for making this song number one on Radio Disney. <laughs> And I was like, oh, no. I hope it wasn't this one. I hate this song. This song stinks. I don't remember. I don't remember. Do you remember, if you've ever seen any of the other so random musical performances, does anyone perform live or do they all just lip sync really poorly? Oh, I'm sure they all lip sync. Because Cody Simpson is lip syncing uh, horribly. (laughs) I remember when he came on the scene, everyone's like, well, Justin, pack your bags. You are out of here. Surely not. Because, you know, it's like, because Cody Simpson's a couple years younger than Justin Bieber. Yeah. And, and, and I mean, so, he's very clearly going for that. 
No, yeah, that's no, but I'm just saying the whole media. I just remember everyone was like, "Oh no, Justin, you better run." So there's some notable lines of lyrics that I want to point out in this song "All Day" by Cleetus. Okay. Um, in the first verse, he says, "Every time I see her, wear a fresh pair of shoes." So I, which is must mean they're not seeing each other very often. Or he just wears sticky um, shoes. Because this young girl, she's such a killer. Can't wait till I have it. I'ma spend half a milla. Which, to be someone famous and only spend half a million on someone is not a flex. It's five hundred thousand. <laughs> that is. Uh, but, he's, but he's also like what thirteen? He said, "Can't wait till I have it." So he doesn't even have half a milla. So don't. That's empty promises. That's empty promises, and also I just I don't know. Most people promise to spend millions or billions on you, and he just says, "I'm gonna spend half a million dollars." He's saying, "I'm frugal," and we're he's going like, to "I will give you a quarter of a down payment for a house." That's it. That's all I can give you. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, and <laughs> Call then me a cheapskate if you want. There's a line in the chorus where he says, "You make me do my two step all day." Oh, and he goes, he does like actually, yes. he does, which is funny to me because <laughs> you dancing all day. Um, all day. And then in the second verse, he says, trying to make you mine, but I don't got a ring. So he doesn't have the money to spend on her, and he doesn't have a ring either, so I don't know what he's doing. And he's also already thinking about marriage? Right. He literally calls himself a young boy twice in that line and then says, I don't got a ring. Like, I said, hope not, sir. Hmm. A child weddings are not uh, are, are frowned upon. And then the most baffling line in the core in the in the bridge was knickknack patty got to find your swag. Uh, I don't really know about that. <laughs> but the Disney Channel, the Disney Plus subtitles said knickknack patty got a fine little swag. So there's hmm. some discrepancy on what the lyrics are. If any of y'all are true Cody Simpson fans, buzz in and let us know what the correct right. lyrics are. Right, you can just DM are. us. But uh, also, I hate this song. So if you're mad at me, that's fine. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it was just of the time. I don't think it was like random. <laughs> Not to say random. Ah! Um. I don't think it was. I can't say anything other than random. I don't think. It was of the time to have Cody Simpson as a musical guest on a Disney show. Oh, absolutely it was. I'm not saying it was like out of pocket to have him on there. I just didn't enjoy... uh, I didn't enjoy what he had to offer. Very like big time capsule, this show. So so random is a very big time capsule, especially because it um, references some pop culture moments. And so once Cody Simpson um, says his last line in his song, we cut to the cast. Well, one, before... I, I can't believe you didn't mention this. When Cody Simpson's about to perform, uh, Zora is in the audience. She's like, you guys having a good time tonight? I was like, yeah. Good. Well, it's over. <laughs> but at the end of Cody Simpson's performance, they cut to the cast of So Random. And they're like, well, that was so random. Bye. <laughs> Literally, they're like, well, that was it. And I can feel like I can see if you go back and kind of see the look on Tiffany Thornton or Sterling Knight's face. They're both like, Demi. They're like, well, the first one is done. What did we do? <laughs> I wish I had signed that contract in ink. I wish I'd signed it with pencil. <laughs> They're like, damn it. Tiffany Thornton and Sterling Knight get together to break into Disney's office and like erase their names from the contract and be like, we didn't sign anything. They see, like, a shadow figure with two mouse ears in the corner. They're like, oh, it's him. Run. You didn't see anything. You didn't see anything, uh. mouse. <laughs> you didn't. You didn't see anything, mouse. Or Mickey just, like, nothing. drags them back to set, and they're like, you're a rat! <laughs> no! No! This is what the other networks, uh... This is what the other networks, um... Mascot is a sponge. Sterling Knight's bawling like, I have a single, please. Let me out. <laughs> I bought a house. <laughs> um, so yeah, this show, So Random is a very good title for this show because this occurrence in Disney Channel programming was probably very random for them. Yeah. 
it's I don't something think that they've... has not really happened since. I guess Bizardvark was sketch comedy. Oh, I'm talking. Yeah, well, I yes to what you just said about how they really never have before or after done a full like 30 minute sketch comedy show. I'm mostly talking about they really have never had that happen before or after where the main character of their show leaves and right. they have to do something. And the spinoff isn't something like wildly different. But I also, Decorian in the House wasn't caused by Raven leaving That's a Raven. No, it's Raven, like the, the yeah. show. Yeah, like That's a Raven like, ended and then Corey yeah, in the so, House began. So it wasn't like. Yeah, so going back to my question before, like say season two of That's a Raven ended. Season three happens. They contract for season three and Raven just goes, I can't do this. I'm not doing it anymore. What would you call it? What, what would the show be? I bet you they would like discover that Corey has powers. That's probably yeah. They probably would have gone that route, and they would call it like the Baxters, and like somehow Chelsea and Eddie would still be there. Well, Eddie was kind of friends with Corey, so they could work yeah. that angle and get them in there that way. Like Ravens off to fashion school. I mean, they they done it. I mean, they've done it with a parent before. They just never had to deal with but it. But also, they, I find it so strange that they never ever say anything about Sunny. I mean, it's like if an SNL cast member just left, next season they're not going to be like, I know Kate McKinnon's not here, but this show must go on. Like, they can't. It's not like they were. Well, it's they not might. Like it, it was Watch different... them start the next season that way. They're like, Kate <laughs> right. is gone. Okay. Kate's gone. Kate's gone. All of our Emmy chances are out the window. Now, if That's it was still. They could have just done so random season one, the same format as Sunny with a Chance, and it'd still be the same show. But there's just yeah, Sunny. Sunny just left. They could have, and then yeah, they could they, have explained like why Chad Dylan Cooper was joining the cast. Like maybe Chad Dylan Cooper is like taking over McKenzie, Sunny's role to spite Sunny. Like Mackenzie Falls got canceled, and he has no other job. Yeah, and so or that's maybe why he, he heard that Sunny was leaving. Yeah, and so. And he joined the cast thinking she would stay, and she already left. Like they could have, yeah. and that could have been like the whole like first step. Come on, Disney. They just. I, mean, took, I, think I they just still took stand a- by. Like I don't think the direction that they went with the idea is a bad one. I just don't think that the execution of the sketches is great. They took a chance, and it's not like out of the blue. I think they were just like, okay, this is an opportunity, and instead of. Yeah. Coming up with a scenario of why like, I don't think this left. is ever the direction they would have gone with the show had it not been born out of necessity. Yeah. And I think it's also like an easy cop out to be like, well, this way, since it's all sketch comedy, it's not behind the scenes, we don't have to give an explanation why Sunny is gone. That's true. Like they, they never had to address it because you wouldn't address it in front of an audience member in a sketch show because entertainment. Yeah. The show Ooh. must go on, they said. And the show must go on. So what's your Disney Channel lesson that we learned today? The Disney Channel lesson that I learned today is if you don't have half a million dollars and a ring, um, maybe you should hold off trying to date Cody Simpson. Um, <laughs> that didn't stop Miley's heart. Maybe that's why it didn't work out. Right. I think my Disney Channel lesson is you never know what your life could take you when you sign a contract for another season of your hit Disney Channel show where you think you're just going to play your character about behind the scenes of a fake sketch show, but then turns out come August when they ask you to film, you're now just a full-on sketch show. So never talk. So never stop taking improv classes. <laughs> That's really what they wanted to teach us. That's really what I meant to say. <laughs> um, all right, Becca. If people want to see how so random you are on social media, where can they find you? You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Hey Oh It's Becca H E Y O. You can find me on TikTok at Becca Stog. I'm trying to make uh, vinyl record TikToks now, so if that sounds interesting to you, hit me up over there. You can also look at my YouTube channel, Becca Stogner. Not super active at the moment, but it is there for the taking. 
And you can check out my other podcast, Youth Group Survivor Support Group. We are a YGSSG podcast on all the socials. And if you want to see how I'm so random on social media, you can find me at Real Hunter Martin on Instagram, H Cameron Martin on Twitter. And if you want to keep up to date with everything about this podcast, you can follow us on all the social medias. We're on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. Just type in the Time Machine podcast and you'll find us there. Rate and review us. Um, rate and review us on Apple Podcast. If you review us on Apple Podcast, we will shout you out and we will read your review on the show. Sure will. Uh, rate us five stars on Spotify. Um, always talk to us on social media. DM us on all of our social media platforms. We love talking with you guys. It's like one of the coolest parts ever. Because tell us what you like. Tell us what you don't like. Tell us what you want to hear. Tell us what you don't want to hear. We want you guys to have so much fun listening to this as we have making it. All right, guys. Well, that was certainly an episode of the Time Machine. Uh, hopefully we will be back next week with some Disney news. <laughs> next week, um, <laughs> Becker and I can't, we're like, I can't do this next week. And so now we have to do a reforming of the Time Machine without <laughs> one of us. What would that be? I don't even know. <laughs> well, luckily I ain't going anywhere. I'm not going anywhere either. And hopefully you are either. Uh, so come back and yeah. we will see you next time, time travelers. Always book your seatbelt. <laughs>